Welcome everybody to the Split Six Podcast, the podcast where we split a six-pack and talk about three different topics each over the course of one beer. I'm your host, Nick Wagella, and today I'm joined all the way from Dayton, Ohio. Another stranger from the internet has decided to join this podcast. <laughs> Olivia Raznick, welcome to Split Six. How are you? Good. <laughs> <laughs> a little drunk. <laughs> uh, we, right. we we encourage that on this podcast, so yeah. no worries. <laughs> um, uh, how are you? How is your life? Tell us a little bit about yourself, since um, uh, I barely know anything about you. Well, um, <laughs> there's not a whole lot to tell. I'm I, I'm I'm pretty boring. I just work all day. That's all I do. <laughs> based on our conversations uh, before this, I highly doubt that's the case. <laughs> But whatever. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just, uh, yeah, I work a lot and I uh, drink a lot. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> you'll fit right get on, in. <laughs> on. I get online a lot. <laughs> maybe we'll maybe, maybe we'll dive into that part of it because that's not what I'm most oh, interested yeah. in about you. Hmm. Um, other than all the other things we have to talk about in the world today, because uh, as everyone knows. You're going to be listening to this probably on 421, but today while we're recording it, it is 420. So happy 420, everybody. Yes. Um, welcome to International Weed Day. That was started, <laughs> I think, because some people in California met somewhere at 420 p.m. to smoke weed, though the origins of it are truly unknown. Is that true? I don't know. I don't Did know if it's true either. That up? That's, that's, <laughs> that's what I've heard from random sources, which may or may not be podcasts based in California. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, anyways, um, uh, so we are in doing this over Zoom, obviously, in two separate parts of the country, not too far away, only about three hours, but we're not drinking the same thing tonight, unfortunately. Yeah. Normally, I buy the beer for my guests, but um, uh, I don't have your Venmo. Yeah, well, considering, <laughs> <laughs> considering the distance, we can't exactly split a six-pack. So. Exactly. So we're going to be splitting a bunch. What are you drinking over there? Truly. Truly, I believe we've done that on the pod before, but I'm not seeing it, so maybe we haven't. Oh, yep, we have. We did it in an episode. Do you save them or something? They're all up on my shelves up here. Every every. Oh, every, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you did show me that before. <laughs> <laughs> I did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but for the, for the beer that's going to be going onto the shelf for this episode, episode number 172, we are drinking... Solo by Goose Island. It is 98 calories. It is an Indian pale ale. It is relatively light, mm. light, um, a light IPA. It is only 3% ABV. It says big on hops, low on calories, beautifully balanced. Nice. Um, it's okay. I've, I've had a couple. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, I don't know. I feel like light IPAs. I, I don't, are you an IPA fan? I am, yeah. I, I do like IPAs. Do you have a favorite? Um, Elysian, I think is what it's called. I, a lot of people pronounce it differently. I've heard like Elysian. That's a brewery, that's a brewery, right? Or is that the name of one? It's Elysian, um, Space Dust. Space Dust. That, I, that's, that's the one that I like. That, that, that has been done before on this podcast. It's like 8.4% or something. It's ridiculous. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have got, I've got some 8 point, I think 8.4 exactly percent ipas in my fridge right now yeah. it's like a double ipa but i don't think space yeah. is a double one uh, not that i know the difference uh, other than alcohol content i don't know it's it's good though they make me sneeze um that's but... that's an interesting side effect <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
Well, the hops, they make me sneeze, but I just, I like them because they work. You know, it's, it's effective. <laughs> Beer number one, sport. Okay, well, um, I'm going to crack this open and try to, to describe it, I guess, uh, now that we're on to beer number one, sports. Um, yeah, it tastes like the Michelob Ultra version of IPAs. Oh, gross. And I think this is less alcohol than Michelob Ultra, to be honest. Mm. Really? What is it? It's 3%. I don't know what Ultra Oh, is. yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. Which is why I had to have two of them before we came on this pod, you know, to get the real effect. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Just to give you a little jump start. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so on to sports. Now, we were talking um, on our first meet, uh, Olivia, mm-hmm. that you are one of the self-renowned uh, biggest Cincinnati Bengal fans due to your proximity towards Cincinnati, right? Yeah. How do you feel about the new uniforms? Um, I like them. I, I don't – yeah, like because – I think that it was, it's time that they, they change it. I think that, you know, as stupid as it might sound, it, I think that uniforms make it a big difference because if you're, if, if they're satisfied with the way that they look, they're going to perform better. <laughs> and I, I, I think that that's what they need. I think they just need to change some things. I think that like, they're just, they're so, everything about the bangles is so old school that it's like, they just they need to change some things, and I think that changing their uniforms is a good good first step. I I do like the new uniforms. Um, the Bengals have always been one of my favorite helmets um, because of their mm-hmm. uniqueness. Um, yeah. And also, if that theory <laughs> pertains to be true, then listen up, Lions. Let's let's change everything. I don't even want this color <laughs> scheme anymore. We need to get rid of this stupid bubbles version of lion of the lion that you have. Where it looks like you're playing, I don't know, in some stupid ass low key college. Just, uh, just turn it straight into the Lannister symbol from Game of Thrones. That's what I want. <laughs> um, but anyways, <laughs> um, so I I know that sports is your least uh, favorite topic out of the three that we have chosen. Um, mm-hmm. But there is some shit happening in Europe right now that I think is about to get resolved. But so. Europe, obviously, they're big on football, a.k.a. soccer. Um, and some of the, the – I'm not going to get into how the soccer clubs work in, in, in Europe. But basically, like, 12 of the teams are separating from everything and starting to, trying to start their own Super League where they will have, like, 12 teams that compete against each other and try to take away money from the NCAA. And in turn, it will also hurt all the smaller clubs – so people are pissed. There's been a bunch of protests there now, and like six mm. of the teams have already dropped out. So this might have been a failed experiment, but it was a big thing for about three days. <laughs> and that's all I really want to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> you ever get into um, uh, soccer or football? Um, not not really. Um, you know, I've got some friends in Europe who are pretty into it, but I haven't really. I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any sports that um uh, like if you had to pick like a favorite a sport you follow the most what would it be? Um, I mean, I don't really follow. Yeah, like I don't really I follow football just because it's such like, and I, I and I say that loosely. I don't actually follow football. I just yeah. I don't think you knew who Joe Barrow was the last time I talked to you. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. So like, I don't actually follow it. It's just like, but I I do enjoy watching it because it's like 
you know, I don't know. People have fun when they watch football. It's, it's have have you been to, to any do. games? Like, I watch. Yeah, so I used to go to I used to go to Bengals games all the time. Cause, like my dad always got season tickets, so mm-hmm. we would we would bundle up and go. You know, well, it can't be cold the so. entire season. Well, no, but I just recall it being super cold. <laughs> like I, I remember being a kid, and he would be like, "Okay, you know, get your long johns, put those on," and he would be like, "You gotta wear like four layers," and we would go. We would like. It's like the middle of September. We it's would, hot as shit. You're just like, no, well, <laughs> <laughs> some of the games are really fucking cold. I will tell you that some of the games are really fucking cold. Well, so like we, yeah, like we would ride the bus down, you know, and, and everybody would be on the bus all bundled up and yeah, get down there. And, yeah. As a spoiled, li- well, I wouldn't call myself a spoiled Lions fan because there's nothing with that team that is spoiled, but <laughs> <laughs> we are fortunate to have a dome. So we never have to deal with the cold that much. Um, but we do it. Well, you guys, you guys are in the same struggle as us. We all, mm. we we both suck. Our franchises yeah. have been pitiful. I believe you are yeah. one of the only franchises that hasn't been to an uh, a conference championship game. Um, <laughs> the Lions did go to once the year after I was mm. born. So I don't oh, remember wow. it really. <laughs> See, I know that the Bengals went to the Super Bowl in '88 because that was the year that I was born. So then <laughs> I was wrong about the Bengals. They have been to a championship game. <laughs> they they have. <laughs> they they went to the they went to the Super Bowl in '88, and uh, yes. and they didn't win. They did not win. No. Do you know who they? <laughs> do you know who they played against? I don't know, and I should know this. <laughs> I, <laughs> I should know who who they played. I, I don't remember. Hold on, I'm gonna Google it. I guess because... we do have access to all the information in the world. Yeah, like we have the internet right here. So <laughs> let's see. But the Bengals. Um, I, they have the fifth pick in the draft that is coming up next Thursday, everybody. Get excited. Um, as a Bengals fan, I'm sure, I'm sure you don't know. If you're not that big of a sports fan, you don't know anything I'm about to say. But um, the Bengals should have be in prime opportunity to take one of the three best players in the draft that's not a quarterback because of the run on quarterbacks that is going to be drafted uh, unprecedentedly in the first round of the NFL draft. So... Um, if I was a Bengals fan and in your guys' shoes, I would probably be jumping for joy drafting the offensive tackle Penny Sewell out of Oregon um, because, you know, you just had Joe Burrow, your star quarterback that you drafted first overall last year, go down with an ACL injury because you guys can't protect the quarterback because your offensive line sucks. Um, though he's not mocked there much, Panay Sewell might be the best thing for you guys to draft. A lot of people want you guys to draft Kyle Pitts or Jamar Chase, both receivers. Well, one's a tight end slash receiver, but Jamar Chase played with uh, Joe Burrow in LSU during their historic 2019 campaign. Yeah, because it was before 2020. Um, any of that <laughs> makes sense? <laughs> nope. <laughs> As for the Lions, give me quarterback Trey Lance. I want him so bad it's going to happen. Book it, boys. Um, <laughs> um, what about um, basketball or hockey or baseball? Do you guys even have – you guys I, even I, have um, – you just don't have – you only have a baseball team, right? Mm-hmm. Got you. That sucks. Yeah, we don't, we don't have basketball. basketball. Everybody in Cincinnati supports UK for uh, – UK? For basketball. University of Kentucky. They don't support Cincinnati? No, there's a lot of people don't really. It's like it's it's the weirdest thing. Like you don't really see a lot of like, yeah. Oh damn, they have a pretty good. I know they have a pretty good football program. I don't think their basketball program's that bad. Yeah, I don't know, <laughs> but <laughs> it's like 
Yeah, the the only basketball team really that you ever hear of in Cincinnati is University of Kentucky. It's it's weird. Well, Kentucky is like one of the blue bloods that never get yeah. it done, but always have a great team. But <laughs> <laughs> and I guess Cincinnati's right on the border of Kentucky, so that makes sense. Yeah. Where does the University of Kentucky play? Like what city? Uh, it's not Louisville. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I'm gonna. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, by the way, the Bengals played the 49ers in '88, uh, and they did that not must win. Have been like um. Uh, <laughs> Steve Young or something, if you know who that is. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I'm I'm excited for the NFL draft. Um, the Lions, like this is more personal to home. The Lions have a new regime, and we're probably not going to make an idiotic draft choice like we had the last five years. Mm. So it's going to be fresh and something to actually look forward to again. But we'll see. <laughs> um, but anyways. Um, since we don't have to talk about sports this whole time, because clearly you have nothing to add to this conversation. Hmm. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let us uh, pivot to some form of a holdup, and let's talk about 420 and the day that it is, weed culture, mm. what we can do to keep weed, um, keep trying, because you live in uh, Ohio, Dayton, Ohio, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, you were just telling me that weed is decriminalized there, but still illegal. Mm. So, yeah. So what, what does that mean? Like, like if you get pulled over with weed. So, I mean, if you get pulled over with weed, like you can get fined, but it's just unlikely that it's going to happen. Usually they'll just either confiscate it or they'll just let you go. Cause so many people in Dayton have medical cards. Mm-hmm. Like it's, you know, you can, you can literally get a medical card in Ohio for pretty much anything. Like you don't, you can get them online. Um, they do like online appointments mm-hmm. with certain doctor's offices and you can literally just, you set up and it's like a zoom call yeah. and you just tell them like what your issue is like, Oh, I have anxiety or oh, I have back pain. And they, they, they have, it's like this, even like on their websites, um, these doctors that approve it, it says like guaranteed approval, you know, it's, <laughs> it, it, it almost looks like a scam. It it's is, like, it's just a joke. Like, well, right. <laughs> Because then, like, you know, you get the approval and then you get your you get your your weed card emailed to you. And then you just (laughs) you just take it on your phone to the shop and you're like, this is my card. And then they sell you whatever. So it's, you know, everybody. And and you can't I don't think that police can ask you um, for for medical information. So that's why it's I think that's why it's been decriminalized. So it's like so like medical marijuana is that's like available for the entirety of Ohio. Right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. is de- is decriminalization a strictly Dayton thing or is it an entire Ohio thing? I don't know. I know I, all I the, the only reason why I know it's been decriminalized in Dayton is because I've got a few friends who have been pulled over with it and they're like, "Oh yeah, it's they don't even take it from you anymore. They it's just been decriminalized." So, but mm. you know, I mean, I drive around with my pen all the time and nobody nobody ever gives anyone any problems for it anymore. It's it's Yeah. You know, I remember a decade ago when it was like a huge issue, but now nobody really cares. I mean, right. I like got my, yeah. I got like my medical card, like in Michigan before it became uh, recreationally mm-hmm. legal here. Um, mm-hmm. And it was a whole process to go through though. I had to go meet with the doctor. Like I had a, le- I had like a mm-hmm. legit thing to get it for. Um, mm-hmm. But also I know people that didn't have legit things to get it for. And it was just as easy for them, but the whole process was yeah. annoying. Now, if I could do it during, I wish kind of, I kind of wish COVID would have happened back then. <laughs> so, I, so I could just do everything through a Zoom call, not have to yeah. travel anywhere, 
yeah. <laughs> and deal with all the bullshit. Like now we got like well, it's it's recreationally recreationally legal here in Michigan now, and you can mm-hmm. get like weed delivered straight to your house, which is fucking dope. <laughs> That's hilarious. Now that I've ever done it, I'm it like, is dope. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> literally, it's literally dope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dope, baby. Come on. <laughs> I guess that slang term has to die soon because it's getting too played out. But yeah, um, uh, I, I, I'm not that I'm like the biggest of smokers. You know, it's just nice mm-hmm. to not have to get in trouble for it if I do decide to. Like, yeah, I used to be like a really paranoid person when I would ever mm-hmm. smoke weed. And then once it became legal, it just like such a weight lifted off. It made weed so yeah. much more enjoyable. Yeah, because <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's stupid, really. Yeah. Right. And it's like, it's stupid that, that people had to deal with that. Even, I mean, and, and people are still dealing with it in certain places. And it's like, you know, it's ruined people, people's lives, really. I mean, there's, there's been situations of one of my exes got caught with it like 15 years ago. And he was on probation for like three years because yeah, he had a joint in his pocket. And it's like, dude, like, this is literally, like, I, I hate to be so cliche and be like, it's, a, it's literally a plant, but it is like, it doesn't seriously, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter. Especially, and, and when, it, and it, especially when you compare it to like, um, like the evils that alcohol can do to people mixed with yeah. the evils that we can do to people. And like, even to yourself, like mm-hmm. it's, <laughs> it's just completely. Well, because insane. alcoholism is, is such a, it, it, it generates so much revenue on so many fronts, you know, but so that, could that's we. why. Yes, but they don't, it's like they don't know how to apply it positively. You know, they, mm. they've been using alcoholism for so long to generate revenue on, you know, certain things or whatever. And, and it generates pharmaceutical revenue, you know, generates revenue with, you know, you get pulled over, you get, you know, you're drunk or whatever. And it's like, if people were able to just get high and then they drive home or whatever. They're not, they're not going to, you're not going to have people getting in massive accidents or like causing, you know, huge problems because they smoked a joint before they drove drove home. Mm. Like it's, you know. Yeah. I mean like I, I, I can't drive while I'm high. Cause uh, first of all, like, I don't know. That's, it's scary to me and I, I wouldn't advocate. Well, I wouldn't advocate for it. Well, I'm not saying, <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying that it's, it's, but it's I think the, I think the it's better are, than drinking and driving, you know, like, <laughs> You know, I would say like driving like super tired is way worse than driving high or drinking and yeah. driving like by far the worst or like, you know, for sure. Yeah. Um, not that like you should be, t- you know, this whole yeah. this whole driving while under the influence thing is going to go out the window soon because we got self-driving cars everywhere. Um, once- well, <laughs> yes, but they're also these self-driving cars. They're not operating exactly how they should be. So <laughs> they're probably operating better There's, than a drunk person. I would be willing well, to did you did you hear about the wreck that was I think it was in Texas like yesterday? Oh, I did not. Um, yeah, there was a wreck in Texas yesterday. These two there was like a these two older guys. One was 59. The other one was like 69. And they, they decided to take their Tesla out. And like the, their family said um, when they left, one of them was in the driver's seat and then he had moved to the back seat um, mm-hmm. after they had they had gone and it killed them both like they they were on the highway and and instead of you know taking the turn the car just went right through it and smashed into a tree and caught on fire and oh, so shit. i mean yeah like it's the the cars and the thing is like you know there was there was also a wreck i think it was two years ago there was a doctor he was like an er doctor and he got in an accident in his tesla it was like self-driving thing but he ended up getting cited because the cars you know they, they advertise being 
self-driving, but it, there's also a clause and it says like, do not trust this car to navigate. Like you're still supposed to be in the driver's seat. Mm-hmm. You're still supposed to be aware of the situation. He was like watching a movie on his phone right? while he was, you know, on his way to his destination or whatever. And he ended up getting sighted. Um, because yeah, at, he at that point, car, like, but... I mean, I, I don't know. I, why makes the, I, I get that they need to do self-driving cars until they can perfect mm-hmm. the technology. And we're probably like, decades yeah. away from that. Well, and that's the thing we have to understand that like, even if this is, this is a technology that's very new, it has the potential to be very positive. We can definitely keep tweaking this and, mm. and create something really cool out of it. But people, and I think these are more the exception to the rule because this, these wrecks aren't happening often, but right. they're happening often enough that, you know, people aren't, um, you know, they're, they're still they're still acting very entitled when they're driving these cars. They're like, well, it says self-driving, so it, it should work it just would, fine. Like and it's then already it hard enough. It's already hard enough not to be distracted while driving, you know. Yeah. And like yeah. that temptation when your car you, that you've probably had for a while is self-driving like all the time. Like it's probably like easy to like, OK, well, I'm like if you're not paying attention, like you're going to be bored a little bit. Like, what am I supposed to just sit there? Mm-hmm. Like that sounds mm-hmm. almost worse than driving, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, but you know, it's something, hopefully they can perfect it in the fu- the future, but yeah, then we're going to have to deal with like cars getting hacked and shit and I don't mm-hmm. know. It's all going to be fucked. <laughs> yeah. Capitalism is going to fuck us all no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, capitalism isn't necessarily all bad. It's, I will say mm. that, you know, there, there are, there are some benefits mm. to capitalism. Oh, I mean, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, tell me capitalism some. is. Look, listen, you know, of course, you know, there are bad things and and capitalism has 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 driven society to a place where we are most concerned with um, being productive and generating revenue. And, you know, and 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 those those things are, are inherently bad. But capitalism has also brought us quite a bit of. Um, personal growth. I mean, there are a lot of people who are able to, um, and, and I'm not saying that like the majority, but you know, a lot of people have been able to benefit from that. I think that, um, you know, given the right circumstances, they're able to, to, to make something of themselves and, and create things that are, that are good. And capitalism has brought us things, you know, that the technology that we have today so I don't think that capitalism in itself is, is a bad thing. Um, I just think that the way that we've used it is bad. I think it's, it's just run its course. I'm not saying it was always bad. Well, but late stage capitalism, which we're in right now, where mm-hmm. like the no, yeah, majority, I completely agree with you there. The majority of the wealth is owned by like five people. Like, well, we need a reset. That's the problem. We need a reset. Yeah. So capitalism, the way that it works, is like you know, it starts off and it's these individuals who are creating businesses, and that's that's good. They're, you know, they're, they're, they're creating small businesses and they're, you know, they're, they're, you know, gaining traction and, and, um, you know, many people can benefit from these things, um, and, and these accomplishments, but then it reaches a point where it's like, they're, they're generating so much and it's not even helping them anymore and it's not helping anyone else anymore. And then, and then they're cutting corners, trying to save money and blah, blah, blah. And it's, you know, it does reach a point where it's, 
we need to release the Kraken and just yeah. hit the button. Get a, and, get a, and, and I think that's where we're at. Give me a couple so, years of anarchism till we can rebuild society. That's what I Well, and that's not necessarily, yeah, and that's not even a bad thing. It's like, and that's what I don't get about people who actually support capitalism. Like, because if you support I mean, capitalism, you were just sucking capitalism's dick a second ago. So. I wasn't. I wasn't. You misunderstand. And I think that, you know, and that's not fair. Don't, you know, don't, don't, don't put me in a box just because you've heard a couple of buzzwords and you're going to associate it with this or that. Don't, don't do that. Like, you know, hey, this, <laughs> but is, this, I, this is where you can uh, retort me. Come on. <laughs> yeah. I, I, and I am, and I'm saying like, you know, capitalism is not necessarily all bad, but I do think that, you know, it's time that we kind of reset things and reposition and, and, and capitalism isn't necessarily, um, you know, capitalism can work on, on, a, on a socialist level too. Mm-hmm. And it's like, there are so many things that we could be doing um, that is, that is, is still capitalistic, but also very socialist. Um, you know, we could have, we could have a lot of really good social programs that are, um, taxed in a certain way that it would still kind of maintain that capitalistic perspective. Um, you know, if we had things like, I don't know, if we had things like certain social programs that, that could maintain. Like, like, like um, Medicare for all. Well, I mean, yeah. And it's like, but Medicare for all doesn't necessarily like it free housing work. for all. Free food for well, all and free access to higher education. That's what I've been preaching. And then you you can still keep capitalism, but people are still going to be motivated to be better than everyone else. That's what everyone's going to. Well, here's the thing, that. though. Here's the thing, and it's and I'm not saying that I agree with this, but I'm saying that the reason why we don't have free housing, the reason why we don't have free healthcare, even though we have more we have free education, more, more abandoned housing than the homeless population. Yes. The reason why we don't have those things is because it's very it's very difficult to control the masses if they're educated. So we're we're at this point we are maintaining we are oiling a machine that isn't ours anymore. And it's like people you know like at the beginning of COVID, I remember like all the media saying things like um, like our economy, oh our economy, our economy. And it's like that's not my economy. Okay, that's your economy. Yeah. It doesn't belong to me anymore. It doesn't belong to you anymore. Right. It doesn't belong it's... to the people anymore. This economy that we're maintaining is a machine. And it's like the reason why we, that it's population control, I think, operates in a way that, you know, we maintain a very large population to keep oiling this machine. And and we have to keep doing that because because they want to keep making money. They want to keep controlling the masses. They want to keep doing these things. Mm-hmm. They want things to be a certain way. So if we start offering free education, free housing, you know, free healthcare, people are going to realize, well, I don't want to reproduce. I don't want to keep doing this. I don't want to, you know, I want to get my education. I want to learn things. I want to start a business. And so people will, they'll kind of become privy to the idea of just kind of living for themselves I don't know and if that's a. I don't. I'm not sure. It's I'm not, not a saying, bad thing. Yeah. Okay. I'm not saying that's I'm what just you're saying, saying, but that's not a. That's no, not no. a bad thing at all, in my opinion. It's it's not. It's not a bad thing. But what I'm saying is, from 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 their perspective, this is what they fear. You know, they mm-hmm. don't want us to reach that point where we're educated, where we have our basic needs met, where we can 
do things for ourselves, live for ourselves. We don't have to worry about, you know, continuing to work for a paycheck. We can, we can, we can do all of the things that we want to do. Um, and that's what they're afraid of. That's why we don't have those things. Because if we were to have those things, we couldn't be controlled. Well, yeah. we wouldn't keep oiling their machine. Well, if we if we break it down, the, like they're afraid. What they're afraid of is losing their power. Like they're afraid mm-hmm. of losing whether it's power through financial dominance or political control. Like they're afraid yeah. of giving it up to somebody else who might have better ideas and smarter ideas mm-hmm. than them that mm-hmm. will come and fucking bust out the guillotines. You know, mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. Fuck them. You know, like we should yeah. put a reset to start up or we could, you know, demand um, social change via, I don't know, things like we saw last summer. Where, well, we'll get to that in the political segment. But um, mm-hmm. but yeah, like if bringing this back to um, <laughs> like the, the thing that happened in Europe with with uh, the the soccer leagues and the Super League, like that was mm-hmm. a product of capitalism, like because FIFA is extracting too much money from all these clubs over there and whatnot. And people want it their own control, even though it's pissing off all the fans. I don't think it's mm-hmm. necessarily unfair for them to try to uh, find a way to source their own profits from the shit rather than having mm-hmm. like half of it taken from an en- entity that is like essentially in like, you know, like Western culture and everything. Like, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. And then like bringing it back to wheat. Like, it's it's profitable to lock up people for minor marijuana offenses. Like every yeah. there's still a shit ton of people across the country in jail for fucking weed offenses mm-hmm. and perpetually yep. perpetually stuck in this system of injustice just like, you know, being on probation and like being like so like withheld from living their lives because they fucking had weed on them at some yeah. point. And right. it's bullshit. And it's not just it's not just like you know, dealing with it at that point either. They're dealing with it later too. It's like, it's really impacting their, it's really impeding their ability to succeed. I mean, you have mm. even, even now, now it that, that it's been decriminalized. Color too. It does. It absolutely. And it's, it's like, you know, if you have a weed ticket, whatever, it's on your record, unless you can get your record expunged. And even then I, we can get into that at some point, but even if, even if your, your record has been expunged, the the effort and the time and the money that it takes to expunge your record it's insane and if you don't have the money or the know-how you can't do it and i've talked to people who you know um have wanted to get their record expunged and and they just don't know the process they don't understand what it takes and it's like really to get your record expunged as long as you don't have like a bunch of tickets or whatever, a bunch of criminal charges, you can get your record expunged and it only costs like 150 bucks. But so many people don't realize that they can go and do all those things. Right. And because they don't know that, because they don't know the law, you know, they end up suffering and they end up taking shitty jobs or they end and up they continue. They end up paying somebody well, an exuberant amount of money to tell them how yeah. to do this. It's just, it's just, yeah, it's just and like it's fucking bullshit. taxes in this country where like other countries, like people, the government just like figures out their taxes and tells them what they have to pay. When we, we have to go through third party sources like H&R Block or TurboTax yeah. and pay them money yeah. to figure out it's how much It's essentially the paying. same thing. Yeah. And it's essentially the same thing. Like if you have, you know, you have to hire a lawyer for something and it's like, these are basic principles that we should understand about our law. And the reason why we don't understand them is because it's so convoluted that we, there's no way. Because someone's grifting that, fucking money off of it. That's yeah, why it's and, convoluted. And they, they keep, right. And they, and that, that, and you know, the reason why is because they, you know, 
they make everything so complicated. And it's like, if they were to just speak in common terms, people could understand what they would need to do to navigate the law. But nobody understands how to do that. I mean, the average person, there's no way that you could navigate a criminal charge um, oh, yeah. you know, unless you There's have totally some sort of background Look, in, in criminal law. I would have no idea how to get my record expunged for things that have been like a decade mm-hmm. or more away from, uh, like mm-hmm. away from me. I don't know. I didn't even yeah. know that was a possibility until you just spoke those words. Now I'm yeah. going to look into it or probably call you and ask you what I need to do. But, yeah. <laughs> but, right. but you know, that's the, that's the point of the whole game. Like with, uh, which is like, Probably, you know, all capitalism is is a game, and I'm not saying any other system isn't a game also, but uh, this one, like, really, really rewards those that fucking are privileged enough to know the cheats to the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, it's outdated, and you're right. Let's mm-hmm. release the fucking Kraken, everybody. <laughs> yeah. It's all, it's all fucked. <laughs> it is. <laughs> But, like, we need to – I don't know why this isn't, like, on Joe Biden's uh, playlist of things to do. I don't know why he's afraid to, like, federally decriminalize marijuana. At least decriminalize it. It should be entirely just legal, like alcohol. And then mm-hmm. there's just so much more money in that, too, but it's only going to go to, like, social systems. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. they, they talk about the Michigan lottery here um, and how, like, 50% of it goes towards, like, schools or whatnot, and that's how they, like – uh, bring it up like gambling because I know there's issues with gambling or whatnot, but they don't mm-hmm. talk about the other money they subvert that used to go to schools that they now just take away those taxes for and go back to the big companies and they use mm-hmm. the people's gambling on it like a poor it's essentially a poor person's tax <laughs> like cigarette like 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 taxing cigarettes is a poor person's tax because if you're rich paying a tax right. for cigarettes isn't anything but if you're poor it's like oh increasing something that you're naturally addicted to that. <laughs> that you need yeah. uh, until you get like professional help if you can't break it yourself. It's all a fucking grift, baby. <laughs> Welcome to America. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> it's been a great sports segment so far. <laughs> I know, right? Like <laughs> Uh it's okay. We're about to be we're about to be on to the next one, which also might be a great um uh, sports segment. <laughs> Beer number two, entertainment. All right. Um, well, now we're on to entertainment, and we're on to beer number two. So I didn't finish this one. I need to I'm gonna, go grab another beer. Uh, are, you, are you out already? Yeah. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I'll talk for a second. <laughs> okay. <laughs> don't 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 pause anything if you did. Okay. <laughs> All right, everybody, we are on to entertainment. Um, and uh, something that I have recently been fucking with again, and I, I know I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I've been re-watching Search Party, a show that started on TBS and is now on HBO Max. It is uh, a show starring Aaliyah Shawkat, who was maybe from Arrested Development. I'm sure she was in other things, but I don't know her that well from anything else. Um, and also just started watching Arrested Development. Maybe we'll get to that later. Um, but rewatching the show, especially knowing what happens, it's, it's just so good. And I really think everyone out there should go and get on HBO max. If you don't have a subscription, 
get a free one or ask a friend. You might be able to even ask me, and you could probably have my login information. Um, but get on there, watch this show, and just watch the first season. If you don't like the first season, then you're crazy, first of all. Second of all, um, yeah, then you're probably not going to like anything else that I like, and you should probably stop listening to this podcast. Just kidding. Don't ever stop listening to this podcast. But uh, it's about a group of friends who's college uh co-student that, that's not the right word but um who uh they go missing Chantel, uh and they go on like this this the, the girl dory who is alia shawkat goes and tries to find her and gets obsessed with it and it's just all about the crazy shit that happens after that um anyways olivia's back <laughs> yes um olivia what have you been fucking with these days what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> like uh, TV show wise, movie wise, music wise, anything uh, slightly okay. involving uh, the entertainment industry. So, I mean, TV, I try to keep up. <laughs> there's like, there's a couple of shows that I've been watching. Um, obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for the third season of you that's gonna be good oh i have not watched um, that show yet but um I it's really good i i was like really hesitant to watch it because i it's like anything that's like mainstream i don't want to have any interest in mm. you know so <laughs> I, i'm like i was like really hesitant about it because it was just super mainstream and i'm like i don't want to watch that you guys are stupid you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> so but i started watching it and it's actually really good like the first episode's stupid and I, I i barely got through it um but like the more i watched it it was actually really good and so i'm really excited for the third season it's um the second season was really really good the first season obviously was also good but once they reached the second season they really they really kind of honed in on, on on what they were doing and what the point was of the show, so the, and I'm really excited. The show is basically there's like some weird stalker guy stalking a girl, right? Yeah, basically, it's you know he's he's like he's he's a psychopath, and 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 you hear um, it's and narrated he, by it, him, and he's oh, it's narrated. The, yeah, so it's it's the commentary is it's interesting because it's like you hear you can hear his thoughts, like you know he narrates it. Um, you know, what's going on and stuff. But then also it's like whatever situation he's in, like you'll, you'll start hearing like his thoughts about whatever he's dealing with. And, and it's, it, it gets really stressful. Like even for the viewer, like you kind of, you kind of sink into his mind and you're like, you know, you're, you're like in it with him. You're like, Oh shit. You know, how's he going to handle this? Yeah. Like how, what's, what's he going to do next? And, you know, and so like, like, like yeah, he's like an, an anti-hero. But... Yes. But you, you're rooting for him. Yeah, and that's you that's that's the him. thing. Like once you once you reach like the second season, you're kind of rooting for him, and you're like, oh no, and and then he does things, and you're just like, oh dude, no, why did you do that? You know, <laughs> <laughs> like I, I was really hoping that you wouldn't do that, but you did it anyway. Like <laughs> you know, <laughs> but it's it's actually really. Is good. the third season? Is the third season supposed to come out? It's soon? supposed to come out anytime. Um, they started recording um, like a couple of months ago, and. So it's it's supposed to come out sometime in the next couple of months, and I'm super excited for it. Well, if they just started recording, shouldn't it come out in like the end of the year? I, I don't know. I, I I think I think they said September, but I'm, I couldn't be for okay. sure. Yeah, that would make sense. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I am the film expert here because well. I went to film school. <laughs> <laughs> James Franco owes me four hundred. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I mean that's a show. I 
I've like heard people talk mm-hmm. about it a lot, but uh, it's yeah, never it's very very pop really... culture. Um, yeah, I, I I also have been watching. I oh, well, I, I watched the last episode of Shameless, which I again, this is another thing that I wanted to not like because it was so mainstream. But I I just why are you so against mainstream? I don't know. I I don't know. It's just there <laughs> <laughs> because uh, you know I don't know. Norm, normies um, normies are lame i don't know <laughs> <laughs> it's good i i, I kind of used to like feel that way um uh, like a long time ago but now it's like no yeah i mean i only say reason. i only say that because of the irony but yeah i <laughs> you know i i don't i don't mind mainstream things if it's good it's good you know so it's like with music and stuff like i, I like a lot of pop music and and i've gotten a lot of flack for that too but it's like you know music is is good for a reason so what was the last concert you went to before the pandemic oh gosh um uh i went to a queens of the stone age concert in austin texas Ooh, yeah nice. yeah with one of my online friends i i <laughs> so I, I went to austin for like i don't know it was like a week or, you know it was like five days because well, I went on like a, a, a small tour. I, I, I went to Atlanta and then I went to Austin and then I came back to Cincinnati. I was living in Cincinnati at the time. But um, yeah, I, I went to Austin and I stayed with my friend who I knew from the Internet. And we went to a Queens of the Stone Age concert. So that was fun. <laughs> um their song go with the flow is like one of my yes, favorite. it's rock so songs. good. Yeah. Have you watched the video for it? It's super weird. Um, I feel like, is it like, I, I might be, uh, conflating it with something else, but is it like red and black? Yes. Like yeah. Yeah. Red? And it's, it's almost okay. like drawn. I don't like animated or something. Yeah. yeah it's really yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's a, it's a good video, <laughs> but yeah, they're really like, good um, in concert. They're amazing. Uh, I mean, really. And then, and the singer, actually, he's a, fifth, he's a fucking comedian. Like you wouldn't think so, but he's hilarious. Like, oh, really? oh my God, he was on stage, like cracking all sorts of jokes. It was like fucking I don't know. Like he, he spent like 15 <laughs> minutes just doing a comedy bit, like before the concert. And then like halfway Hell through, yeah. he did like another comedy bit. And we're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> but it was great. Like he was really funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, they actually played at like a really surprising venue close to me. Just like this place called the token lounge, which is just a bar in Livonia or Westland. Uh-huh. Um, it's right on the border, like where I, by where I mm-hmm. live. Um, and I was like really surprised to see them on the, like, I didn't see them, but, um, I was like, why are they there? And I yeah. thought like, okay, maybe the whole band disbanded and it's just like one guy <laughs> left. I don't know if that's the case or not, mm. but, um, shout out to Queens of the Stone Age. Go with the flow is one of the yeah. best songs. Um, <laughs> um, the last concert I saw was, uh, Verve Pipe. Mm. I don't know if you're familiar with them. No. They have the song, The Freshman. I don't know. Um, I'm sure you know, it's like. When I was young, I was responsible. Oh yeah, <laughs> that. <laughs> she was touching her face. Yeah, yeah, I know that song. Yeah. <laughs> that was a fun concert, <laughs> and I was supposed to go see Rage Against the Machine last year, um, but COVID. And I was supposed yeah. to go this year, but COVID. COVID I don't know <laughs> yeah. if I'm going to. Right. Um, <laughs> we'll see. If Have you might, heard about those? Might... Uh, they're what are they called? Um, they're like online concerts or something, like where people are literally uh, like virtual. Yeah, concerts. like these virtual concerts. I don't know. Like a, a friend of mine went to like mm. a virtual concert, and I like I just can't. I can't get behind the idea. 
and and he said it sucked, but yeah, it, it's basically just like they're just doing their concert and nobody's right. there. You know, you can't like why don't you just watch? You, you can't walk too. around and get drunk and sweaty and like you know, <laughs> like that's <laughs> you, you can't do that at a virtual concert. That'd be weird. <laughs> As everyone that ever listens to this podcast knows how much I talk about Bonnaroo, but they had like a a virtual Bonnaroo oh, at God. some point this year, and um, it it was actually fine. Like it was just old Bonnaroo sets that they were playing, and I like you know I went to Bonnaroo for the first time in 2019. Mm-hmm. It's the only one I've ever went to, um, so I'm seeing all these old acts, and I was like, oh, this is actually pretty cool. Yeah. And I wish I was there, but like you know, it's not like something where I'm in like a Zoom chat with a bunch of people watching yeah. anything. Yeah. That might be cool. That might be kind of cool for a comedy show mm. if, like, you can see other people and laugh with people. Yeah. But for a concert, it's like, what is this? Right. Like, I just can't. I mean, what are you gonna? Everybody's gonna <laughs> hold their lighter up and yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like this is this is such bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine going to a virtual concert. I just it it's like taking the time out for something like that. Like, oh no, dude, I can't I can't work overtime. I have a virtual concert to attend. Like. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, fuck that. I was I was supposed to go to I was like I was saying at comedy shows. I was supposed to go to a virtual comedy show um like around uh, New Year's mm-hmm. this year. Um but uh I ended up going on a plane instead like an irresponsible person. But <laughs> hey, you know, <laughs> I kind of <laughs> COVID is is a good a good time to travel actually. It's 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 a cheap time it to travel. It is. I'll tell and you that's that. why I did it. You know, last year I went to um uh, I went to Denver and then I went to LA. Dude, the tickets to De- I've been to Denver three times. Super last year cheap. My best friend lives there. Super cheap. Yeah, it was like tickets are like thirty seven dollars. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was really cheap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I fly with Frontier and I have like their um, their yeah. discount den, so like I get cheap tickets like basically anywhere I want to go. Yeah. And so like I went to Denver and then I went to well my layover was in Denver, but I went ahead and like took the mm-hmm. extra long layover in Denver. So like, all right, I'll check out Denver. And, and it was really cool. Like, there was a lot of live music and stuff. I, like, walked around and, you know, went to some cool restaurants. And there's, like, a lot of – I'm, like, a big fan of, like, graffiti art. And they have a lot of graffiti art in Denver. It's, Hell yeah. yeah, super cool. So, um, Yo, anytime you go there, hit me up. I got a friend there. They'll take care cool. of you. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll probably go with Fuck you it. because I'm there all the fucking time. Fuck it. <laughs> I, I travel with online friends quite often. I really do. <laughs> I guess I'm technically an online yeah, friend. So, so yeah, so, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so, you were saying earlier that you, you're you a gamer. Sort of, yeah. I mean, I, I game, but it's I don't play anything current, really. Like, I, I just play, like, Counter-Strike and um, like Left 4 Dead and just stupid, silly stuff on, on Steam. Um, I used to play WoW, but I don't really anymore. Gotcha. So. so you're not like no yeah like what? i don't get into like fortnite or anything like yeah i don't even know like i'm not a gamer mm-hmm. remotely just play super smash brothers mm-hmm. but um <laughs> i'm always interested in the culture because i used to like playing like call of duty whenever the new one came out mm-hmm. when i was younger yeah and... see i like pc gaming better i don't really like console gaming like unless it's something old school but i don't really get into like mm-hmm. xbox or playstation yeah. i don't even well, i don't even stuff. know how many playstations are in existence right now like whatever model i don't know i think ps i think so well out. i think i don't think it just came out i think they've it's been out for a few months i don't even know if people can i think it was like christmas go, go i think a ps5 yeah. came out like right around christmas right but yeah like is it still like mass available i don't know 
<laughs> I don't either. Yeah. Like, I remember when the Switch came out. I remember, uh, like... Ooh, that's my baby. <laughs> like, that was... I remember... It was, like, right at the beginning of COVID, wasn't it? Because... No, it definitely was out, like, probably early 2018 or late 2017. No, I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking of something else then. I don't know. No, you must be. Well, because... I remember when Super Smash Brothers came out for the Switch, because that's my only... Yeah, no, no, yeah. The Switch came out earlier, but there was something else that happened, like, right around COVID. Maybe... It was Animal Crossing. Yes, that's what it was. And 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 yeah, the, and the switches, the switches, like you couldn't buy them. Like I went, I was gonna buy. That's what I. Okay, that's what it was because the switch was out. But I was gonna buy one, like right around the beginning Just of COVID. For Animal Crossing. Yeah, and and like because I was playing Animal Crossing on like GameCube, like back in the day. So like. Yeah. Same yeah. Same. So like so and like I still have it. I've been indebted to Tom Nook for <laughs> yes. since my childhood. Yeah. Maybe. Like I still have. I have two GameCubes actually. <laughs> And I still have Animal Crossing. And so, like, when it came out on Switch, I was like, holy shit, you know. And, like, my friends, obviously, were all playing it. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to get a Switch. I'm going to get Animal Crossing. And I couldn't because they were all sold out because of COVID. Everybody was like, I'm getting a Switch with Animal Crossing. Yeah. And you couldn't get it because it was just gone. Like, And so they would release. Yeah, you'd have to play, like, the the same kind of markup that you'd have to pay to get, like, Oh, God, PS2, it was insane. Like, offline. Yeah, like, I remember, like, laughing my head PS2, off PS5. at some fucking jack-off on, like, Craigslist or something because he wanted, like, $600 <laughs> for the Switch with Animal Crossing. I'm like, fucking suck it, dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not paying you $600 yeah. to go and work for Tom Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah, dude, I got like the beginning because I was right right at the beginning of uh, quarantine, mm-hmm. like when everyone like was super afraid and taking it super seriously. Yeah. Um, and like I'm just playing Animal Crossing like eight hours <laughs> a day. I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> and then I just all of a sudden stopped, haven't looked back. I'm afraid of what my island looks like. Oh, no. But you know, somewhere somewhere back in my childhood babysitter's house, there is a memory card <laughs> from GameCube that has my very first. Animal Crossing home, and I would really like to go see it one day. <laughs> it's probably in a fucking trash heap. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so, uh, you're not that big of a gamer, so you obviously aren't super excited for the Mortal Kombat movie that's coming out on Friday. Yeah, no, I mean, I, a lot of people that I grew up with were like super into Mortal Kombat, but I'm sure a lot of your online friends, yeah, are. yeah, some of them, yeah, <laughs> I, you know, some people, I, I remember people talking about it and stuff. But, a lot of the people that I've never grown up with and stuff gotten into it, but I just never really. Mm. Uh, do you have HBO Max? I do. Okay, well, it comes out on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, have you seen the trailer for no. it? No. Okay, well, it's very graphic trailer because you know Mortal Kombat iconically is like one of the most graphic games, mm. one of the first most graphic games to ever come out, with all these crazy like finish him like <laughs> kinds of kinds of kills and whatnot. So I'm excited to see how. It, how it works not that i you know I, i've never really played mortal kombat i'm sure i've played it like one off a couple times mm-hmm. um but if it's not nintendo baby i didn't fuck with it <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, a lot of people are excited i didn't even know it was coming out this soon mm-hmm. and that brings up like how hbo max has been doing things like they just did with like uh kong versus godzilla and you know um the justice league snyder's cut where they're just releasing all these things on also in theaters and also streaming yeah. right away, which you know is pissing some people in the movie industry off. But also, I'm kind of I'm kind of dig it. Um, I don't know if this is something that they're gonna keep going forever, or then that might make movie theaters die. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but it's nice to not have to go out, <laughs> um, if, especially during crazy times that we live in mm-hmm. where it's dangerous to, uh, to see a movie. But I don't know. I'm excited to be part of the conversation still without having to go mm-hmm. out. Have you seen, have you been to a movie since the pandemic? Um, Are you a big movie going person? I, I will go see movies, but it's, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I, I don't really like going to movie theaters the last one that i saw i think the last movie that i saw in theaters was endgame um oh okay. yeah i was like all right so you're a big marvel fan sort then. of yeah i mean i i i like it i falling around with the culture no like i do enjoy it um i like i get into a lot of marvel's marvel stuff and i i didn't used to again because of mainstream shit but <laughs> <laughs> no i'm serious that's why i didn't but it's like and no, wait. No. The last movie that I saw in theaters was Joker. That was... Wasn't that before? That was, that was No, it wasn't. Endgame. No, it was not. It was not before Endgame. It was after. It was Yeah, I promise. Okay. Yeah, because Joker came out uh, in 2019. Endgame was 2018. So yeah, I haven't, I haven't been to a theater mm. in a long time. Um, but I don't really... Did you like going when you did? I do, but it's like... I, I like going to the theater and seeing movies and stuff, but it's like, I think, like, I it's it's like a physical issue. Like, I might, I have knee issues, so, like, I can't sit in a chair like that for a long period of time, so I don't really... Well, don't you got the, those cool reclining ones? Yeah, but they don't... It's it's uncomfortable for me. I don't know. I, I, I would enjoy, like, you know, I enjoy watching movies from home more and, like, you know, drive-ins are cool too, but and those are making a comeback. Drive-in theaters. Wait, are wouldn't a wouldn't drive-ins be the same as sitting in a movie no. theater? You're just sitting in a yes, car. Yes, no. But listen, it's different because <laughs> <laughs> it's different because you can adjust your seat and you can. It's it's different, okay. And plus, the thing about movie theaters is, is like they're dirty, and lots of people sit there, and there's like bed bugs and stuff. I don't know. I just ooh. yeah. Uh, well. Probably. Yeah, I just I'm not I'm not like a huge fan of like going to a movie theater. Like it's not This pandemic must have been hard on you <laughs> if you're afraid of those kind of jerks. <laughs> <laughs> the last movie I saw in theaters was Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, when was that? That was a long time ago too. That was it was like in like January or February of twenty twenty, so right before everything. Yeah. Um and it was okay. Um, you know, good for a fucking Sonic movie that I thought was going to be terrible. Everybody ragged on that. Did you see the memes? There were so many memes. <laughs> it's <just> like... <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, well, I saw the memes before they before they added yeah. the eyes. Yeah. Then they made them look more like Sonic eyes, not human eyes, yeah. for some reason. <laughs> but you know, um, had to, I don't know if you've seen the movie. It has a cool post credit scene. Mm-hmm. Um, excited for something that's probably not going to happen in the Super Smash Brothers universe, where I really want Tails to be a new character for one of these last two DLC characters, but you know, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, the last, uh, actually I did see a movie, um, this year in theaters. Actually, the first time I went back, uh, I saw chaos walking, uh, with Tom Holland's in it. And so is Daisy Ridley. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've heard about Mm -hmm. it, but it was really cool movie. Um, wouldn't say anything spectacular, but uh, I. It was nice being in a movie theater. It was crazy because it was like the whole thing to myself on like a Friday night yeah. with like me and my friend. There's like probably six other people in mm-hmm. there. 
And suspiciously, suspiciously, these children kept walking back and forth in front of me, like in the row in front of me, like looking at me. I don't know. I thought it was going to be some purge shit. Yeah. But, <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, it was a good movie. Like the movie is like Tom Holland. Uh, he's like, all the women are dead, mm. and the men can hear each other's thoughts. Oh, weird. And, yeah, it was weird. Like you, you, like they call it the noise. And you got to, like, control your noise. And, like, everyone can hear what you're thinking and whatnot. And it's bizarre. Mm-hmm. And it's really well done. And it's based off a book series. Uh, and I don't, like, I, it makes me interested in how the books would be written. Because, like, the visual medium of it all with, like, the thoughts, like, kind of popping out and, like, hearing them everywhere. I don't know how it would be in a written form. I don't, do, you, do you read often? Uh, not really, no. Got you. You're like, got you. <laughs> Well, I mean, I, did, okay. I didn't just read often. <laughs> well, you, I, I, I wouldn't say I, I don't read, read novels. Often, like, <laughs> I, I read a lot of, I, I read articles. I don't read novels. Yeah. Reading articles is not the same thing as reading. No, yeah. It's, which is what you're saying. Yeah. So. No, I just, I'm, I'm, sh- I'm, I'm sharing with you the differentiation. I don't, I don't read a lot of books, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, short and sweet. Got you. Give me the information. Bye-bye. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, reading novels is like a whole different, a whole different thing. Yeah. Like, especially, uh, I I don't know when's the last time you read a novel. Uh, so I read, I read this book called Nectar and a Sieve, and that was probably like, I don't know, a year and a half ago, two years ago. Which it was a really good book. Mm. It's, it's probably one of my favorite books. It's like serious. Um, right. But. Do you like? Uh, cool. so like like it's it, for me it's like hard to unless I'm reading constantly which at one point I was because I like mm-hmm. fell in love with these two series but then I got to this next book in the series and there's not fucking chapters for some reason because mm-hmm. it's translated from Chinese so like this one's translated by a different or a different translator than the first one and I get annoyed because I need breaks mm-hmm. I need I need these I need satisfaction mm-hmm. of finishing a chapter yeah and I'm not waiting 150 pages yeah yeah I get that yeah <laughs> <laughs> but bef- like when I'm trying to whenever I like take a break from reading and try to go back I find it very hard mm-hmm. to get right back into it because of how plugged in we are to our cell phones mm-hmm. and shit and like scrolling through Twitter mm-hmm. or Facebook or Instagram and getting like this like now I find it hard to read an, like an entire long tweet without being like, okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like th- my patience runs thin and yeah. I think it's like a, uh, like a sickness kind of, of the brain, like uh, being so used to it. Mm-hmm. So you have to like train yourself out of mm-hmm. it, which is not easy, mm-hmm. easier said than done. Mm-hmm. Just takes a lot of willpower, which I don't normally. Do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't read a lot of, Anything that's gonna take me longer than like a day, um, yeah. So, I I, I feel right, that, so, yeah. Right. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, uh, with these Marvel movies, you say you don't like them because they're mainstream, but you well, still watch. Well, no. Them. Like I, I, the reason why I didn't get into them is because I'm like, oh, this is stupid, you know. But I do enjoy them. It's they're really good. Like the Deadpool movies are my favorite. I really like Deadpool. He's he's mm-hmm. really cool. So, uh. Um, but I think he's going to be brought into the MCU during this next cycle. Mm. If you know anything about some I'm excited for the next Spider-Man movie. I, I didn't watch any of the Spider-Man movies, actually. Did you watch Into the Spideyverse? I did not. Okay. Uh, next topic. Then. <laughs> <laughs> 
Were you ever? Were you ever into? Did you ever read the Harry Potter books when you were? Yeah. Younger? Okay. What house are you? Uh, I don't know. Like, <laughs> so I think Slytherin. I think. Oh hell yeah, girl! <laughs> me too. Let's take over the world. Come on. <laughs> yeah, like I don't. I don't know. I didn't. I every like, all the tests or whatever. There's like online like house tests. I've always tested as oh, I'm, Slytherin. I'm well aware. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I'd be okay with anything except for Gryffindor. <laughs> what a boring ass kiss asses. Kiss asses. <laughs> oh, I'm so brave. I'm so loyal. Like fuck off, yeah. you idiots. <laughs> <laughs> it's like fucking a bunch of jocks. <laughs> Us Slytherin, we're cunning. Yeah, we're self-preservationists, right? <laughs> and we're maybe not as smart as Ravenclaws, but we're the second smartest. Yeah. And, and we win. Oh, we still love people. <laughs> And we win unless there's a stupid ass Harry Potter yeah. boy. Or a dumbass Voldemort guy. I'm sorry, he who must not be named. That's true. No. <laughs> um, so something else I wanted to talk about, um, and I, I, I already talked about Bonner too much, so I want to mm. make this into more of a grand scope of festival mm-hmm. thing is coming on. Because all these festivals are releasing lineups. I think there's like some coming up next month mm-hmm. for the first time. And uh, I don't. I'm, I'm afraid of how they're going to work um, hmm. uh, with outdoor festivals and whatnot. Um, not that, I, like, like, because I know like the vaccine hesitancy around this country is kind of extreme. Mm-hmm. Um, yet the capitalism will not be stopped, <laughs> and I'm afraid there's going to be some massive outbreaks of COVID at these fe- these early festivals before everyone's before the majority of people are vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And it's going to ruin Bonnaroo for me. Well, I don't want that. But here's, but but even if okay, so these outbreaks, you know, they they continue to happen. We continue to have these outbreaks, but they're happening. You know, if if you don't want to get vaccinated, you're at risk, and 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 the va- the the outbreaks are going to be happening to people who are not getting vaccinated. And it's like at this point, you know, I think that we who are getting vaccinated should be able to do the things that we want to do, experience the things that we want to experience. And if you're choosing not to get vaccinated, you know, I can't control your choices. And it's like, I want to go out and live my life. I'm going to get vaccinated. I'm going to do the best thing for me and for, you know, the people around me. But if people are still choosing not to get vaccinated, that should not, that shouldn't impede my life or your life, you know? And it's like, so we should be able to do those things. And I, I feel like, you know, we should, you know, we are going to have the opportunities to have these festivals and things like that. And we will still see outbreaks, but it's going to be amongst people who are choosing not to get vaccinated. And it's, that's their choice. And, 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 you know, you have to respect people's choices. So. Right. Well, I'm, I'm afraid, well, I guess what I'm, I'm afraid that like, these are, these are a little too early. Cause like mm-hmm. right now, like all adults have access to the vaccine, I think across the country. Mm-hmm. But not 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 all of um, not all adults can get them because they're not all readily mm-hmm. available. Like I get my second shot a week from tomorrow, mm-hmm. um, which can't wait. I don't care. Fuck me up for a day. I'll take it off. Yeah, whatever. Be yeah. I, I that's what's I get sick off. That's and, what's been happening. I like how to deal people with that I work with, like <laughs> we're all getting our vaccines like staggered at work. So like everybody. So like yeah, you know, because I, I I we have three managers where I work, and and so like one of our managers got the vaccine, like a week and a half ago and, and she ended up getting sick and then the other, so it's my turn now because I'm the last manager that hasn't gotten the vaccine. So 
the other one, yeah. you know, he got his vaccine, he got sick. So we're all taking ours staggered so that we can get sick at separate yeah, times smart. and then, you know, call off work, whatever. It's fine. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just worried that like, they're going to make it like a, like have a vax card to go to these festivals. Well, and why is that necessarily a bad thing? Are you concerned about that? I just, I, well, I'm concerned about it for selfish reasons. Cause I know one of my friends that's going with me to Bonnaroo mm-hmm. will refuse to get a vaccine. So he won't mm-hmm. go. Uh, so that's a selfish reason, but also, I don't know. I don't. I I, I feel like you should have the choice to get a vaccine or not, mm-hmm. and I don't know. It's it's. I feel like it's complicated. Well, I agree. But. I think that you know you should definitely have that choice, and it's like, you know. But here's it's they're they're kind of pushing you into a corner um, to get it. So it's like yes, they may do like a vaccine passport or something. And you can't, mm. you know, if you don't have your vaccine passport, you can't participate in this, this, this. Fear number three, politics. All right, well, on to politics. Olivia, if you want to uh, finalize your thoughts on vax cards, which actually still um, still can um, uh, be part of this segment, so... Yeah, because it's, you know, politics. So, I mean, we, okay, I think what I was saying was they are kind of backing us into a corner with the Vax cards. Like, if we have to get that, then, you know, there are going to be certain things that we can and can't participate in based on whether or not we've gotten a vaccine. We have to prove that we've gotten one. But also it's like, it's, those things are going to be so easy to manipulate. Um, You know, anyone can create a vaccine card. You, You can... Google image search oh, a vaccine me, my, card. And the, my fucking first vax card <laughs> looks like a five-year-old wrote that shit from yeah, the, so like from the it's, cop that was writing it, the shit. It's really, they're really not going to stop you from doing a whole lot because if you can get online and download a copy of somebody else's card and then Photoshop your name onto it, it's, you know. Right. So, well, I guess what I worry about like is, um, well, it's like, you know, uh, bringing it back to sports, like the Buffalo Bills and... Uh, like uh, the Buffalo Sabers, which, uh, which are you know fo- or football and NFL team or mm-hmm. NHL team in uh, Buffalo. Obviously, I don't like I'm reiterating mm-hmm. this, um, but um, they are requiring you to have Vax cards to go to their games this year um, mm-hmm. in uh, September. And uh, I feel like that's going to become norm a, a normal place like around things like that. I don't think mm-hmm. it will happen for festivals um, because that's too many people and Bonner's outdoor and, you know, I don't know. Uh, but then what, like some comp- CEO from Pfizer said that there's going to be likely a, like a needed a third shot, like a booster shot. And it's probably mm-hmm. going to be something like the flu shot we're going to get every year because not enough people are going to get vaccinated. And we're not going to be able to eradicate this unless 70 to 90 percent of the population gets vaccinated. And there is already, I think, only like hovering around like 69 percent nice uh Mm -hmm. amount of people (laughs) that have said that they would be willing to (laughs) so (laughs) we need a lot more vaccine education and we need to distill these fucking stupid ass conspiracy theories about these vaccines the johnson Mm -hmm. johnson getting pulled off the shelves because of fucking six people getting blood clots is i feel like a lot more harming than it is good than it happened yeah i mean but there's there's always gonna you're always gonna have that conspiracy I mean, it's people are inclined to. I just hate conspiracy theories so much; they piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> Why do they piss you off, though? Because, because they're they're factless. There's some truth. 
no, there's some truth to a lot of these things, like not necessarily the vaccine thing, but there's there there's some truth to a lot of the, you know, conspiracy theory type. Well, a lot of them require like millions of people to all be lying about the same thing. And it's just really hard for me to fathom that people would be that. But it's not necessarily it's, you know, that's something that is said. Well, tell me a conspiracy theory that you believe in then. No, I mean, I'm just saying. Don't say the moon landing because that one pisses me off the most. (laughs) No, I mean, I'm just saying, like, you know, there's, like, the whole Epstein thing, for example. Like, there's a, there are a lot of people in Hollywood and, you know, that are involved in, in those things. And, and it's, that is a conspiracy. And it's, like, the, nobody's, nobody's really being brought to justice over that stuff. And it's, it is real. And it's labeled as a conspiracy theory. But really, I mean, and, and a lot of people... Like you said, you know, you're saying that however many millions or whatever, but it's not necessarily millions. I think that that's something that's done. You know, people. Well, at least in terms of they the- overestimate because it's it's easier to overestimate. And then, you know, it's millions um, of people when it comes to things like the vaccine rollout and with like the moon landing. That is millions of people yeah, that have no motivation sure, to lie. Sure. But there but- are other conspiracy theories that exist, which hold a lot of truth that. You know, they're being equated with things like that. They, yeah, you know, like, like I'm sure th- I'm sure there's people of power that have sex trafficked with Jeffrey Epstein. Or yeah, yeah. But like, you know, there's also so much more sex trafficking going on in the world than just with people in power. And it's oh, just for sure. Yeah. I mean, by mitigating poverty. And yeah, well, and I, it's like there are other things, too. Like <laughs> I this is sort of off topics, it's kind of similar topic uh, recently. Well, not too recently. I had a family member unfriend me on Facebook because I reposted one of her posts and I was just like I like I captioned it I was like I don't even care this is the most stupid thing I've ever fucking seen in my life like (laughs) and she I was like I don't give a shit if you unfriend me we're not that close I don't care like and it was like it said basically like the like the reason why sex trafficking was such a problem now is because People are wearing masks, so now we can't identify the kids oh that are God. being trafficked. And I'm like, you've got to be fucking kidding me! Like now you have now you're saying that the reason why kids are being trafficked is because they're wearing masks, and we can't see. First of all, most kids aren't even required to wear masks. Yeah. So I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And she ended up commenting on it, and she was just like you know, you're a very sad girl. I'm like, maybe, but I'm not fucking retarded. Like, you know. <laughs> like, the, re- uh, the reason people are giving a sh- so much shit about sex trafficking right now is because there's a bunch of conspiracy theories about a bunch of young white women getting sex trafficked when there's been people of color from impoverished yeah, areas being sex trafficked right, and, and that's the since other thing the too. It's, of time and no one's given a shit about them. But it's it's because it's it's affecting them now on 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 uh you know it's, it's it's hitting close to home for them you know and they're like they're like well here here now we're seeing that this is a problem well why the fuck didn't you see it was a problem before oh they probably like, knew it was a problem they just didn't fucking care because it's no not, because it's, it's not, not affecting them they're like well this is just something that happens this is just the way that the world is you know yeah all a bunch of like, bullshit yeah and it's like it's always it's always chalked up to being like well there are always going to be casualties Okay. But if they're white, we're going to do something about it. Yeah, like... (laughs) Like, come on. What the fuck? (laughs) It's just so blatant. White supremacy is just so blatant, it feels like to me. It is. And it's like, it's not... They don't... People don't realize. It's... uh, Like, it's... There's so much. And and I have a lot of friends who are, like, 
you know, they're like, oh, well, you know, these, these certain things, whatever, like, okay, so for example, like, um, the fucking trial. Yeah, I think well, it was let, like, let's talk about that. So, um, <laughs> Derek Chauvin just got indicted, or not indicted, convicted on three counts, of mm-hmm. one count of second degree murder, one count of third degree murder, and one count of second degree manslaughter, slaughtering today yeah. for the killing of George Floyd. Um, mm-hmm. Well, what I was going to say is that the jury was made up of like, it was like I think it was 40, four, four white, 40%. Four white yeah. people, two black people, and two um, interracial people. But but somebody said that the, the city was like 71% white. So why should there be more than, you know, more than the minority of, of black jurors? And I'm like, well, why the fuck shouldn't there be? Like, why, why, why would you want to perpetuate that? Yeah. You're making, a jury? Race, you're making race more of a thing. Like when, yeah. Like if you're, you know, of course there should be more representation. What the fuck? Why is, why is more representation a problem? Like, and I see people post that on Facebook, like, oh, well, Derek Chauvin's only being convicted because there's, you know, there's more black people on the jury. Well, why shouldn't there be more black people on the jury? And there, there wasn't even. That's just a lie. There so. really was. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, there there really wasn't. Like, and it was like the, the, the percentage of black people on the jury, like, sure, it, it was it was significant, but it's only significant in the sense that, you know, it's important that there is representation. Yeah. Like, it's like, it's not, <laughs> it's not like a battle between whites and blacks. And, you know, that's what it is like people want to make it out to be well and it's like and i think that it's not even really it's it's not individuals that have a major problem either it's like the media perpetuates this stuff and you know it's like um like for for example like when all the protests started and stuff for police brutality like i remember hearing after um, the killing of george florida memorial day in 2020 yeah and i remember because i was protesting i got laid off like right at the beginning of COVID, so i'm like Mm. I'm gonna go protest like and so that's what I did like I, I protested I went downtown right. Cincinnati every day I protested and that's what I did yeah. and it's like um you know there there were I remember people saying that um you know these protests belonged to people of color they belonged to the minorities who were not being represented and 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 that, that we should not um degrade these protests by adding other things to the protests. Like I should not protest my own issues. Other people should not protest their own issues. It should, it should belong to the people who are being, um, um, you know, brutalized. And, and it's like, but I'm having a hard time verbalizing, no, but basically, I know but, um, but I think, I, I think I that we do need to stick but... together. I, I think that we do need to stick together. And I think that it, I think that protests, should be uh, a kind of a safe space for everyone to protest what they have a problem with, because it's like, here's, here's the thing. Like if, if we're, you know, we're not degrading these protests by adding this issue that's personal to me or personal to you or personal to whoever, you know, we're still being segregated. And, and, and that's, that's something that it's like, it's like a willing segregation. This is like, a, this is a humanitarian know. issue. It's not a black. It's a humanitarian. Exactly. It's a, it's exactly. A, cops are killing people. Like yes. Disproportionately killing black people without justice. Yeah. And they are white, but they they're are. still killing white people too. Like right, they're killing everyone. I mean, cops are disproportionate. Cops are disproportionately killing people. Right, and getting away Stop with it, it, and they're just allowed it's, to. 
And right. And, and, and it's, it's, you know, we should be able to protest all of these things together in unison. We should be able to work together as a community. And the, we are, we are all community members. We are all a part of the society and we should all be able to say like, I have this particular issue that's anecdotal because this is, this is something that I witnessed. You have this issue and I understand your issue, but let's, let's all bring these issues to light together instead of, instead of allowing the media to segregate us by, by perpetuating these ideas that we shouldn't, mm. you know, we should only protest this thing or we should only protest that thing. That's not, that's not the way that it should be. We should all be protesting together our right. own experiences and our own, our own issues. And then, and then realizing, you know, like, even if, even if I, for example, don't understand something and, and can only empathize or can only sympathize with someone who's experienced these things, we should be able to, to protest these things together because that's the only way that we're going to be able to work together. Otherwise we're still being segregated. Yeah. We, and that's, that's exactly what they want. They want us to continue to be segregated. Like, doesn't matter if you're black or white, like you, no. you, you can still see when fucking bullshit's happening. And yeah. And so if, if we continue to like, you know, kind of um, segregate these issues, then, then we're not, we're not protesting on, on this massive level that we need to be protesting on. And mm. if, if we keep like singling out these issues, then we're not coming together and we're not, we're not fighting them. We're actually just still fighting each other. And we need to stop doing that. And we need to stop listening to the media when they tell us to, you know, I mean, it's, it's a constant battle. We need to just, just fight together like and, and and bring these issues to light together even if it's not the same thing even if my experiences aren't the same as yours or mm -hmm. whoever else's it needs to be a safe space for everyone right. to voice their issues you need to like you know if you're we're talking about the media <laughs> like there are so many media sources now like i mean i get like this is the great thing i think about podcasting is like there are so like i get most of my news from yeah uh, this podcast called the daily zeitgeist that i love and you know they mm -hmm. get all their they cite all their sources they put them all from trusted journalism from uh, across the world and mm -hmm. uh you know they wrap it up in this like you know comedy themed podcast but it's like mm -hmm. it's barely even been comedy they're just funny people <laughs> but like it's been yeah. fucking depressing and eye-opening at the same time and uh, you know, there are so many sources, like you don't have to get your news from fucking Fox News, CNN, or like any of that. You can get it from, there's, there's just so much out there, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, <laughs> this is how we defeat white supremacy is by coming together and calling out white supremacy, realizing our own white supremacist, uh, I mean, I don't want to say white supremacist thoughts, but like white supremacist tendencies that we've been raised on and like realizing mm -hmm. like what we've grown up. Like I grew up in, like I think at the time the whitest city in America, it was just outside of Detroit, which is the blackest city of Amer in America, you know? Mm -hmm. So I was raised with some like uh, stereotypical beliefs that were fucked up and I'm just like starting to. Yeah. And it's traumatizing. My, and you probably, exactly. Mm -hmm. And you probably don't realize some of the things that you're inclined to believe. And it's right. like your, your inclinations are like, they're teaching you these certain things. And it's like, you know, <laughs> It, it, it's it's really weird these hierarchies that we are conditioned to believe mm -hmm. and we have to break out of that but we can't it's very hard it's very hard to break out of these these ideas of hierarchies and 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 even people who it's impacting it's it's like on an individual level where they're literally being impacted by these these hierarchies mm -hmm. they still can't get out of them and it's it's because that's ingrained it's the only thing 
that we understand. So it's, it's really weird. Like right, it, right now is, it's a really interesting time because I feel like we are literally in the middle of a civil war. And, and, and I don't think that a lot of people are recognizing the fact that we are in the middle of a civil war, but right. that's exactly where we are. Yeah. I mean, we're not, we're not, I, I, I say we're like on the verge of one, like, you mm-hmm. know, the insurrection at the Capitol. Um, yeah. That yeah. was fucking crazy. Like it's crazy. Yes, how close, it was. Yeah. How close we were to watching live stream on YouTube are, our elected officials yeah. being mass mass or like, like assassinated and that we were very close to that and i don't yeah. yeah you're right and i don't think people realize how fucking close we were that was really crazy dude yeah like we are we it's weird like because you don't realize you normally you don't realize history until you're going through it like or like until mm-hmm. after it's done like you know right. we, we both were young when 9 11 happened and I think mm-hmm. we were probably too young to realize that, like, oh, this is how monumentous this was. But, like, everything is different yeah. after 9-11, you know? It um, was, yeah. And then 2020, I think that, we like, now we are, like, you know, the prime people in this country in terms of, like, mm-hmm. age or whatnot. Like, we have the control. We have the understanding. We are officially adults. Um, more than officially adults, but, um, uh, <laughs> officially, <laughs> technically we're adults now. Yeah, maybe things don't happen until you turn 30. So. <laughs> but like, you know, even today with the Derek Chauvin, uh, verdict, like this is a monumentous day in United States history, it is. regardless of how yeah, small but here, it is. But, but this is what I'm worried about is that like, is this going to be as monumentous as it should be? Or is this just going to be another thing that's memory hold? I mean, that's what I'm worried about. I'm worried that even if, even if, you know, he's, he's convicted and he's sentenced, is it just going to be something else that just ends up getting memory hold? I mean, and because we've, I started following things like right around 2015, 2016, like different things that would get memory hold. And I realized like it started off like every six or eight months, something major would happen from like 2015 on and it would get memory hold. And now it's to the point where like in, in 2019, like late 2019, we were getting things like every two months, something major would happen every oh, two dude, months or so. I would always and say, then it would get memory hold. Whenever, and so I'm worried. Wh- sorry. sorry, whenever like I would do this podcast, like it seemed like the day after I released the episode, something fucking crazy would happen. Whenever, yeah. Whenever Donald Trump was president, like yep. that was like every day. Chaos. Yeah. So now yeah. we're conditioned to it. Like earlier we were talking about our cell phones, like conditioned to reading short sentences rather than reading long mm-hmm. context things. Like, we are conditioned to expecting the worst every day. And that's what the media profits off of um, mm-hmm. is making things fucking exciting, even how demented it is. Um, but anyways, go on. Sorry. Um, well, what do you mean by memory hold? Memory hold is, is basically, it's just something. Um, so like something happens, something major happens and we talk about it for a couple of months. It's in the news. And then all of a sudden it's gone. We don't talk about it anymore. You know? Yeah. That's, um, the, that's this so, constant feedback loop of like, on exactly. to the next, on to the next. And yes. And that's what I'm worried about with this Derek Chauvin thing is, is this going to be memory hold? Are we going to realize, are we going to see, oh yes, he's been convicted. Yes. He's been sentenced. That's good. And that's progressive. But then it gets memory hold. And then it's like, well, things are still the same. Mm-hmm. Nothing has really changed. They just, they gave us a little bit. Like they, they fed us crumbs. They, they, they sentenced Derek Chauvin. They gave us these little crumbs. And now we're going to memory hold that. And we're going to keep moving with whatever the fuck they, you know, they give us next. Mm-hmm. Like what else is going to happen? What's going to happen next? 
that, you know, this is what my projections are, is that either I just I don't see this as being as monumental as monumentous as it should be. I feel like it's a it's going to end up being memory hold something something major is going to happen again in a couple of months Probably and a couple it's, of weeks it's to gonna, be honest yeah it could be yes and and it could it's it's going to reach a point where like you know oh we don't even remember what you know of course Derek Chauvin being sentenced was a huge deal 3 months ago but now we're dealing with this other huge thing and we have to deal with that we have to put all our mental energy into this other major thing and then it's going to get memory hold and it's like we just keep seeing more and more um extreme things happening and we're being desensitized to it and it's like this is this is very extreme Derek Chauvin being sentenced is very extreme and it should be monumentous but it's I don't think that it's going to be I think that it's just another effort in desensitizing us to our reality and I in our environment and I think that we're going to reach a point where it's like we're just robots like like all of these horrible things keep happening but we're just so used to it that we're not even, it's not even impacting us anymore. Yeah. I mean, it's, and I, it's that's crazy. what I'm worried about. Like, it's crazy to think like if cell phone cameras didn't exist, if it wasn't during a pandemic where, where a lot of people are out of yeah. work, like, and if, if there weren't mass protests leading to at some point riots that this, yeah. I don't think this sentencing that went down today would have happened. Like, oh no, absolutely if there not. Wasn't this much attention onto it. No, like, because if you, if there was no video, there would be nothing. Right. There was no video. There would be nothing. There was a guy. Um, I think it was. In, it was somewhere in Florida. And I think the, um, I think the video was taken by like a nine-year-old woman, like or nine-year-old girl. I didn't want to call. I don't. Like I don't. Her a woman. I don't. I don't know. I. I know. Are you talking about the same thing I'm talking about? Or I'm talking, talking about the else? George Floyd killing. Oh no! I think that was an older guy. But there was this other thing that happened in Florida, and I can't remember. I posted something about it a few weeks ago. But basically, like this cop. Um, Oh man, I wish I could remember, but there was this, it was more police brutality and it was like this Hispanic guy. And he, he basically, he was, he was going to be imprisoned. Like they were, they were charging him with, with um, like attack on an officer. And he was like, I, that I can't, I can't go to prison for that. Like I have a family to feed. I, I have kids. I don't. And so he literally walked around the neighborhood where he was arrested at and he went to jail for a little while and he got out he was waiting on his his arraignment or whatever he walked around the neighborhood and he was like asking the people who live there do you guys have cameras do you have cameras at your door can anyone please like mm-hmm. he was putting out flyers and he finally found this one person you're like yeah we have we have a street view camera that shows right there and so he's like please let me you know please let me watch these videos and see if I can find something. And he found something he there on their video. It showed that he was completely innocent. He didn't do anything wrong. He obeyed the law. He did not attack that officer, but the officer said that he lunged for him. And that's why he, that's why he, he went after the officer yeah. attacked him, but only because he lunged for him first. And that never happened. And he proved so with that video. But the thing is, and the sad thing is lucky. that he's probably lucky he's alive. Well, he's lucky for one that he's alive. He's lucky too that he was able to find that video footage. And then even more so lucky that as a Hispanic man uh, walking around in a white neighborhood was able to convince someone right. to let them in let him in their house to watch their fucking cameras. Mm-hmm. Like that was just it's it's 100% exception to the rule. Like there's just 
there's no reason why all of those things should have lined up the way that they were in the environment that we're in that should have allowed him to be able to do those things because of what because of what minorities are dealing with on a regular basis. Like he was so lucky and think about how many people are dealing with these things. They're going to prison and they're dealing with, you know, um, these, these, these charges that should never have been brought upon them. Right. And it's because there's no proof and he found proof. It's fucking amazing. This is why it's, this is why it's so important for like people like us who are, are privileged ass white motherfuckers to be allies and to to keep sticking up and keep talking about white supremacy like as much as we do like i mean i talk about it all the time but i don't I'm, i still don't do enough like i like you were out there protesting i went to like a couple protests but like i don't think i went to enough and i don't think i do enough for it but i but even I, if it's like you can't there's nothing there's there's only so much that individuals can do and then you're still you're you're still you're still conditioned just don't to don't, your environment don't it's, do nothing about white supremacy like well no i mean yeah like do what you can and and that's you know all you can do is is what you can do but you know there's so much that like, is re- like re- record injustices stick up to your racist family like I, I, I'm I'm kind of of the opinion like don't cut out a bunch of people that are like have flawed beliefs um, unless they're like you know like straight up Nazis but like I yeah. think it's I think it's better to try to like talk to them because if you just like uh, disregard them I just feel like they're gonna get worse and mm-hmm. whatnot but like talk to them be bold in your convictions know mm-hmm. know your fucking shit that's an important thing like know your shit that you're talking about. Like do your research because they're going to come back with some bullshit and you have to be able to fucking swat it off more than they're going to swat off whatever you bring because they're going to swat it off with nothing. Just fucking stupid Mm -hmm. opinions that aren't facts, that aren't science, that aren't studies. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you that working in the field that I work in, conservative, you know, anti-maskers are some of the most nasty spiteful disgusting people i've ever encountered i mean really and it's all the same type of person too you can tell it's like the whole karen persona it's like and they're exactly the same they're all the same they're all these you know it's it's like one little one little aspect of their norm is changed and they can't handle yeah exactly (laughs) like like you're inconvenienced just a little bit and you're like throwing a fit and like treating individuals like shit. And, you know, like I have to argue with people on a regular, but today, like this lady came into work and I was just like, ma'am, you have to wear a mask. Like this is the mandate. I don't have any choice but to enforce it. Like I could lose my job. Mm-hmm. You could, you could literally displace me by arguing with me. And, 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 and you want people to be working. You want people to be working full right. time and, and have these jobs. And you, you, you know, you preach all this bullshit about, Oh, everybody should work. And I've heard those same, I'm fucking working. I've heard those like, same, and I'm trying those same kind of people like bitch about fucking people wearing sag pants. Like, yeah. Like, well, and here's what's funny off, about it then, too. You motherfucker. This is, what are you talking about? This is about? what really kills me is like, you know, they all complain and they all say the same thing. Oh, I have asthma or I have COPD. I'm exempt. Well, first of all, there are no exemptions in the state of Ohio for mask mandates. You have to wear one. Like I have asthma, but I have to wear a mask for 10 hours a day at work at minimum. I work 
at least nine hours a day, sometimes up to 13 hours a day. And I have to wear a mask the whole fucking time. And I have asthma. So it's like, and I'm fine. Yeah. And, you know, and, and, and what's funny is like, these are the same people who complain about people taking advantage of, of welfare and lying about medical conditions so that they can get social security. And it's like, you know, you're literally lying to people in a fucking restaurant saying that you have asthma or COPD and, and that you should be exempt from wearing a mask. You are taking advantage of social programs right now, social programs that don't even exist yet. And you're already trying to take advantage of them. Like, and, and you complain about people taking advantage of social programs. What the fuck kind of hypocrisy is that? Dude, like, it's fucking white supremacy. I, I, I bet insane. you all these people like, are a bunch of white motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Not it's that I'm not a crazy. white motherfucker, but like, well, <laughs> <laughs> um, it is what it is. We're we're almost out of time here. I, I just want to do recognize that there were like five mass shootings over this weekend, and they've been yeah. kind of ramping up since stuff's been opening up. But that's for a different podcast mm-hmm. <laughs> that I'm probably going to be talking about for years to come. What <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's a whole nother leaf to unturn. <laughs> but um. Uh, Olivia, how was your first podcast experience? I think it was good. I had fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. It was nice having you. Um, is there anywhere we can find you, follow you, anything you want to promote? Uh, not right now, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Wagella. You can find me on Facebook at the same name if you want to. I'll probably friend you. <laughs> find my other podcast well that sucks wherever you can find podcasts uh, remember it's more important to listen to somebody else than it is for them to listen to you and uh, thank you for splitting six with us Olivia we'll have you back on soon look for our other oh podcast God. called tentatively called James Franco <laughs> owes me $400 that we're going to be yes. <laughs> talking about maybe releasing in the next coming months <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> alright everybody I love you